This episode is brought to you by Netflix. Hold your carriage horses and tighten those corsets. Bridgerton is back. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Has Penelope truly pushed aside her feelings for Colin? Will Colin realize his feelings before another suitor takes Penelope's hand? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? This gentle reader can't wait to find out. Watch part one of Bridgerton now, only on Netflix. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the U Up Podcast. I'm Jared Freed. I'm Jordana Abraham. Great to be back. It is. <laughs> our yeah, our, our opening. beginning opening is always very exciting. <laughs> very yeah. pumped yeah. up. It's good to see you again. It's good to see you too. We haven't put taped in a while. For the listeners at home, you know, come get behind the curtain. We do, you know, a couple and then we'll get back together. Yeah, we've all got, you know, things going on, but we, we make it a priority to be here. Yeah, for you're, you guys. The, uh, you're the CEO. What are you, president, CEO? What would you I'm refer like to yourself? A, I'm a chief of content. Chief of content? Chief of content. A cock? I don't really know what the fuck <laughs> that means. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm a cock. <laughs> I don't really even know what the fuck that means, but um, here I am. But there's other things to do. Yeah, this is one of my favorite things I do all week, oh, though. That's so sweet. I was just in an audition. I came from an audition. You know who I was in the audition room with? Who? You, these audition rooms are like the weirdest things ever because it's all people that look like you or they're all people that are like doing different things, whatever. I'm sitting there. I'm like, oh, man, I'm such a loser. I'm sitting in this waiting room. All of a sudden, Lewis Black walks in. Oh, cool. And I was like, holy shit. And I looked at it. I was like, if he can be here, I can fucking be here. And then I just started studying my notes even more. That's great. Like I had, that was it was more of inspiring you can be than there. anything else. I've never um I've never put myself out there enough to be in any audition room. So Yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's not that I don't you think know, I'm above. Never it. been vulnerable enough to do. <laughs> no, it's like a very cool thing, I think. You're you're hustling. You're hustling. out there. Yeah, I the, hate that term, but like I, I it's true. It's uh, you know why we hate that term? Because I think and I feel it, the same it way. It shows that you like give a shit a little bit. <laughs> giving a shit. No, I think the people who use it suck. Right. You don't trust that they actually hustled. You just right. trust that they've written hustle. I a think bunch. of like a con artist businessman, like totally. out on the town. Like if someone says they're, a, I'm out here hustling. You're like, oh yeah, no, you're not. Exactly. You, wrote you have hashtag. to say it. It ain't so. It's, it's listen. Ain't that the truth? I, uh, <laughs> uh, I'm back from Aruba. I was in Aruba. I did, got some sun. Did you look show. very tan. I'm very I, jealous. I, I feel one good. thing anyone knows about me, it's that I'm. I have a lot of tan envy. You love tans. I, lo- I love the sun. I like being in the sun. And yeah, I think I look way better tan. Um, so I always get a little jealous when anyone around me is a little darker. If someone compliments them on their tan, I'm usually like the tannest. Yeah. So I get like a little competitive. It's a tough day for you today then. It is. J train, but the con- tan game. Trying to control myself. It's February. Yeah. I'm, you know, I'm trying to just help myself. This is your feel, lightest you'll ever be. Make myself feel better. Well, yeah. I, I, I wanted to tell a story because I, you know, th- here's the thing. Okay, when you first hook up with someone, there's this like weirdness of the first hookup. Yeah. You know, like you first get in touch with that. So I wanted to tell this story. I, uh, I might have hooked up. Okay. Let's hear it. I hooked up, but here's the problem. Okay, let me let the women know about a man issue. And this is a very specific man issue. Okay, while I was in Aruba, I did some masturbation. Right. Okay. Yeah, I hear that happens. Yeah. Unless you're the girl from one of the recent episodes who doesn't allow her, yeah, yeah, yeah. the boyfriend to watch porn. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not with that girl. Yeah, um, I and I had some me time there because okay. you had a lot of time on your hands. Yeah, okay. And I did the shows at night, and then during the day, like you, you know, I would do what I would do here. But there's a beach, and I would go jump in the water, and then 
come back to my room and type or do whatever. Lay I was out doing. a little bit. And then, you know, light a candle and let's yeah. go with, you know, little J train, you know, and have a little uh, me time. Right. So I, I think I got a little carried away okay. over the course of the trip. I think I... <laughs> You had a good time. I had a little a too much me time. You went on a honeymoon with yourself. Basically, <laughs> that's what happened. Essentially. So I essentially went on a honeymoon with myself, and I get like throughout the trip. I think I was, you know, I, you know, there's a nice shower. Yeah. The beach. Where were you staying? The Marriott. Like oh, it was nice. nice. Uh, yeah. When I used to go, I used to go to. I loved Aruba when I was a kid. My before my parents got divorced, we used to go to Aruba all the time, family vacations. Okay. But we had so many people. I have like eight siblings, so we would stay at the we'd stay at the Holiday Inn. Which yeah. was coincidentally the same one that Natalie Holloway got like oh kidnapped from. So good memories <laughs> well, of Aruba. <laughs> one of the rules in Aruba when you do the shows is you cannot mention that her name shall not be mentioned. Really? Yeah, that's one of those oh, things. She's but she's the main the main Aruba well, thing. That, that's the saddest part about the one of the sad, saddest parts <laughs> that a, a girl died. But the, the one second of the, saddest the thing about that whole story is that the tourism for that island was hurt by such yeah. a thing, and they're nice people that work down there. So no, they're great. Aruba's amazing. It's a great island, and it's. Direct Direct flights, people. Let's get real, okay? When it's you're not go- sponsored by the Aruba Tourism no, Board. And Natalie. <laughs> FYI, for you, those of you listening in the car ride from the airport from C- Cancun to Tulum for two hours. Yeah. Go to Aruba next time. Yeah. You made, you fucked up because of Instagram. So. Yeah. I'm sorry. Go on. So I had a little too much me time and the weather and now every, every girl is going to roll their eyes at me. The moisture in the air is different in Aruba than it is here. So is it more humid? Little humidity. Okay. So my uh, the pain game when I'm rubbing the 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 friction between my hand and the penis created like a rug burn on my penis because of the different in like humidity and all this. And I've been callous? tested. I've been you know listen assholes. I've been tested. Okay. I go to the doctor. I do all that shit. But I you know so by the end of the trip I had this like thumb mark. <laughs> on my okay. penis it's like a it's like a an equivalent of a hickey you give yourself a hickey i gave myself a penis, penis hickey. hickey right so i come back and the weather's changed i keep mentioning the weather because that's my like theory is that like it's like when your lip cracks when you go from like florida new york to it's florida the stress of the flying in the airplane the airplane germs <laughs> it's, okay. the, it's, it's the dryness right it's the dryness from you've gone from wet to dry okay okay if we've lost all our listeners by now, I'll be very upset. Uh, I think this is a worthwhile story. It's, it's getting there. So yeah. it's getting there. So I get back and, you know, I have this meeting with a lady. and <laughs> Sexual I, meeting. A sexual meeting. And this is, you know, uh, and, and I had to, like, explain what's going, like, I can't use, you know, the penis is out. Oh, you were like out of commission. Out of commission. I can't. Wow. And then they're like, well, what's wrong with you? What, you know, you have AIDS, obviously. And I'm like, no, <laughs> I have a thumbprint. I have a, I have a, a dick hickey. Okay. And they're like, well, what are you talking about? And I'm like, I just, and I was like so embarrassed about it. Cause like I'm hooking up. I have to stop. I'll hold, you know, I have to tell this story that sounds like a lie. Right. Like, how would you take it? You know, um, like, I'm wondering. Yeah, I mean, from the guy's it sounds like view, a little bit of bullshit, but like. But I, how could I even come up with such a I story? I might have to see it. I mean, I'm not, not like, if I were, <laughs> not, not right, <laughs> now, right now. If I were, like, dating the person, I might. I showed it off. Yeah. I was okay. like, look it. Okay, she proved it. And, and, and I was like, it does hurt. It does. Look, it's the shape of my thumb. Right. That's how, that's my grip. Okay. <laughs> you know, have, you re- have you recovered? 
I'm recovering. Okay. You know, to, you know listen, uh, this isn't, you know, Rome wasn't built in a day. Um, but I, I did have this. And like, you've never been with this person before. so. Uh, well, I'm just saying, yeah. And it's like, uh, you know, I'm imagining them going to their friends and being like, he just went down on me and then like wouldn't do anything else. And like, and then the friends being like, why? And it's like, well, what do you say? Like, I'm just imagining the third story. Right. Her like the, telling her the story. Her telling the yeah. story being like, well, you know, the different in climate and then all of them rolling their eyes at the same you time. Just, like, you should have just spun that into something like super romantic. See, that's why guys, if they, if they really knew what woman... But you what would be romantic you about me? No, you should have just been like... 700 You should have just not initiated the sex and just been like, I just really want to get to know you better. Then I got to get to know her. <laughs> yeah, we'd love you that. Up a whole nother Pandora's we'd love that. Box. I'm saying, yeah, but that you're either way. You're not like you'd rather you'd rather just do something sexual. But it is funny that first sexual. Well, I, it's not that I would rather. It's it's more that li- we're at hookup alley right. and we have to walk in. We have to walk in, or else I need to explain why. Or you For the could, first right, hookup. I'm it's like, not like we've been together like years, and I could be like, listen, I went away. I masturbated 700 times. Um, I have a you know a fucking okay. thumbprint and then be like we know each other you know me you right. know i have nothing yeah. you know disease wise i'm saying what what your move should have been though is to just not even address it just buy some time by being doing some like non-bedroom activities it, do a little kiss and cuddle i hear what you're talking girls about. fucking love that i missed opportunity we basically did i kiss and cuddled her vagina and, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then that I, sounds that sounds lovely it's all about the spin you always say that. It's all about the spin. It is the spin. And women do love the story. But I do, I thought that me opening up and being vulnerable about that. No, that's sweet too. Is, is being yeah. like, hey, listen, I, I'm down. I'm just letting you know that like, I got this thing going on down there. You know, you're very I, open with with her and the rest of our, our listeners and the, and the millions of listeners yeah. that we have tuning in every and let's talk about the listeners now that I've told my story. Yeah. What do you so from? A I feel like the listeners it, don't feel like we tell them to rate, subscribe and review enough. Oh, I haven't told them. Uh, let me tell you right now. This is a free podcast every week. If you haven't rate, reviewed, and subscribed, you're bu- you're fucking us. Yeah, you're literally. You you better do it. You're taking my thumbprint penis and you're hitting it right in the nuts. Seriously, that's oh, a shot to the nuts. It is. And if you haven't, if you're wondering why our opening our opening song is now different, um, <laughs> it is because we received this email. Which, um, Jared, do you want to read it? I'll read it. Okay. Um, and, and also, this is an email that I was very happy to get because I like the, the width of our audience. We, yes. Not just guys and girls listening. Not just straight people straight, listening. You know, we don't have cis We've got people. divorced people, old people, young people. <laughs> Gays, um, straights, straight, lesbians, yeah. the trans, the whole, every community. All the colors of the crayon box. Yeah, relationships are for everyone. So, but before we get into this email, uh, we did change the music and we're going to tell you why in two seconds. But go rate, review, and subscribe and take a screenshot of you listening right now and tag Jordana and I on Instagram or Snapchat or wherever you like to put up your stuff and let people know you're listening. Do it. It's just our full names. It's, that's <laughs> all it is. So, hey there. Let me start off by saying that I'm a huge fan of the podcast You Up, I Have the Betches. I discovered the podcast through the many Betches Instagram stories just a couple of weeks ago and started binge listening immediately. I'm a gay man living in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Love it. I appreciate the frank discussion about online dating, the reality of dating in a world where everyone is online and the foray into sex and the heterosexual world. But there's more. So the other night, I'm getting ready to rub one out. Uh, him and I see are on yeah, the same. Yeah, you've been page. having the same schedule this month. I wonder if he uses. I 
uses lube like I should have. Um, I found this really great clip with two hot guys that I'd never seen before. Just as the two dudes are about to get raunchy, the cheesy porno music cues up. <laughs> I usually don't pay attention. However, this time the music sounded familiar. I laughed out loud as I was like, if it's anything, it's from that Betches podcast. I run for my phone and cue up the most recent episode of Betches U Up podcast. And sure enough, I timed it perfectly and the music was in sync. <laughs> I don't know if you will still see the humor in it as I do. Uh, however, I'm still laughing that the podcast that gives out dating advice, sex tips, and can be overall blatantly sexual has a theme song featured in a gay porno. Love it. Keep up the great work. Look forward to your new podcast each week now that I have finally got caught up. Wow. That was, uh, we really, I love that email because it's like, perfect. It's perfect. It's like, notice something that we didn't notice. Thank you. <laughs> Um, we've since changed the opener. I, I mean, only not because we were running away from the you know, gay community, but the porn community. We, I yeah, we're, tr- we're not we we are not porn, although we will talk about anything. Yes, you guys have I, questions. I, but that the music, I yeah. knew it. I I, I, didn't, I thought thought it was a little weird. I'm glad I was. I'm glad we changed it up anyway. You ever notice porn music in your porn? You ever notice the music? I don't watch a ton of porn. No, to be honest. No. Why not? I don't know. I'm just uh, more yeah, more of an imagination girl. What are you thinking of? <laughs> what? What, are you, what kind of a, what are you imagining? Girls are girls are different. They think of guys they've been with. They don't think of strangers. So you're thinking of someone specific. Yeah. Okay. Let's say your boyfriend asks mm-hmm. you who or what you're thinking of. Would I'm you be thinking okay of him. Tell? You're thinking of him? <laughs> no, I think honestly. You're, that's what you're telling what? him. No, I really think girls, I think they think of like the people they're dating. I think that, that when they're, when they're, um, yeah, when they're getting off on their own they're yeah. thinking because it's like there's an emotional aspect to it they're much more like they're less removed from sex that i think than than i think men can be so it's yeah. much more about i mean these beats for me personally i'm not speaking for every girl i don't know about the fantasies of most people but i think sure. they think of like a really hot time that that the two of you have had together or the ha- hot time that you've already had with a different guy i think that like we're not really I, for me at least i don't really enjoy like watching other people have sex i'd watch myself have sex you would yeah i'd much i'd prefer that really yeah, it's like personal. It's I, like, I don't like. There's nothing I want to see less. <laughs> I don't like watching it. I don't enjoy watching sports, but um, you want to play. But I, I'm down to play. I there's <laughs> not a thing I would want to see less than me crouched over some, you know, fucking chick. Really? You never had sex in front of a mirror? Yeah, I've done that, but I I don't I don't know the the video seeing myself I'd just be embarrassed for myself I can't even listen to my own stand up clips I can't even listen to those Well I mean never it's, mind it's like if you're watching coming it. going uh, 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 like hearing that noise <laughs> you know like to each their own I think I don't know I don't I, I, I haven't really women. sampled a lot of women on this topic so I don't know maybe it's just me I've met both I know what you're talking yeah about. I I do agree I mean I've 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 heard every woman says the same thing of like how it's an emotional right. mindset the more personal it is for me the more like um into it I get it's like the more like just blatant I feel like for me it's like such a mind body experience to mm. separate them really doesn't do much for me see I would say for a lot of guys and I've probably said this on here a lot is just we just want different and weird right we, we go and we want to like come back to you and huddle into your arms and the safety of, of that the normalcy. Right, yeah but every guy has masturbated I call it the hat trick when you do it uh-huh. three times on a Sunday You've gotten to that third time, and then you shut your computer, and you're like, "I need to go speak to an, you know, to a real human, a human being. I need to get out of this, yeah, fucking. What have I just done? Yeah, no, my boyfriend doesn't share the the same thoughts about. I'm like, oh, do you just like pull up my profile picture? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, no, no, I <laughs> like, wouldn't. You're do... not, you're not involved in that at all. <laughs> yeah, there's, a, there's, a, there is. I, I have 
masturbated to the thought of experiences with certain girls I've been with. But right. I also, but more likely than not, I'm going to a planet that's not like this planet. Right. I'm going to a world un- unknown to you, and I am looking to get away from you, and I'm saving you from this world. I'm okay with that. Um, yeah. but like your boyfriend just, is, is saving you from being, having to know. witness this horrible planet he goes to. Right yeah. before he comes. I'm fine with that. I think that to, you know, it's a, it, men should be able to experience some diverse experiences. And if it's like on TV, that's a separate enough yeah. thing. For, or on a computer, I don't know what year this is. <laughs> Whatever <laughs> on the deal VHS. is. Yeah, but it's like in that, that scene, I always think of that scene, I Love You Man. Where, where Paul Rudd is like, where, where Jason Siegel's making fun of Paul Rudd for masturbating to a picture of his own girlfriend. Yeah, it, it's, yeah, that, <laughs> that is something I would make fun of a friend for. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, listen, to each their own. Mm-hmm. And also, we had the porn discussion earlier, you know, where the girl wrote in that she wasn't allowing it to happen. And we had, I got so many messages being like, fuck that chick. And I yeah. feel bad because it's like, you know, I, I understand where the idea of like, oh my God, it's someone else. But it's like also like this is a fake virtual right. reality like I think, world. I think like like we've said bef- like before, like for me, it's much more less about a sexual thing and much more like I would be much more upset with like someone having like a very intimate conversation with someone yeah. from the opposite sex rather than like imagining in their brain. Well, like, let's say the, let's else. say for you know, for your example, that would that would hurt me as a guy. Mm-hmm. If I found out, like, the girl I was dating was masturbating to the thought of a past boyfriend, right? I'd be like, what did he do that I can replicate? What am I missing? Mm-hmm. What about that old dude am I missing? That would be my first thought. Well, it could be, you, I think girls um, masturbate to their own boyfriends currently, too. Again, it's about, I don't think it's about, like, the person. It's about, like, the sexual experience that you personally had. Totally hear like, that. Like, maybe you had, like, a... You know, it was like almost like a time and place thing, like that particular moment. I don't think it's about uh, about the person or the personality, right? Like the person's personality, or they're like he- so great. I hear you, but that is one of those things I would keep to myself. I I am saying, as a guy, we are so built on this like false ego, right? You know, that's why I don't want to watch myself fuck. <laughs> like, why it's you? I yeah. In my in my porno videos, that I, when I'm having sex, I'm dunking. And then when okay. I, if I had to watch the reality, it'd be me getting two inches off the ground. <laughs> you know, I wouldn't want to, you know, not to say well, that I'm doing fine. Own worst, Listen, that's because you're your I'm own being, worst critic, but I'm sure like to an outsider. But this great. is what I'm saying. This is why I wouldn't want to watch. I don't right. think like, like that's why I want to watch the pros go at it. Right. As opposed to me, the amateur. <laughs> <laughs> it's more fun if you're in the game, I think, you know. I hear it. I, I'm just saying, you know, but if I came to my girlfriend and she was like, yeah, I just, uh, I just rubbed one out to... Julio. <laughs> yeah, but you know, I mean, would, would you rather Aruba? it be like to Brad Pitt? Wouldn't mind. I'd yeah. be more. I, uh, more the Brad that. Pitt thing would be so far removed from right. what I'm dealing with because they can't. They can't get with. Brad not even Pitt. that they can't. That I. I mean, me. Ver- like I got. There's not even. We're not even playing in the same planets. That's right. a, that's a planet thing to me. Got it. Nothing gives me naked confidence like really nailing a tough workout. There's a real sense of power that comes from pushing your body to its limits and conquering it like a champ. But a very close second, Lumi Whole Body Deodorant. It's the game-changing whole body deodorant for those who love feeling confident from head to toe. And you up listeners can now receive a special offer. New customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code and link. Use code UUP at LumiDeodorant.com. L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. 
making sure that I smell good is like one of my top things to feel confident. If I'm scared that I might be like having an odor, that is going to totally throw off my confidence. So I love Lumi so I can feel confident that I'm smelling fresh every day. Lumi is seriously safe to use anywhere on your body. Yes, anywhere. It's baking soda free, paraben free, and pH balanced for safe use below the belt. Lumi is formulated and powered by mandelic acid to stop odor before it starts. More like a pre-odorant. It's clinically proven to block odor all day and control odor for up to 72 hours. Choose from a variety of bright scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, or toasted coconut. Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, like mini body wash and deodorant wipes, and free shipping. As a special offer for our listeners, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that equals over 40% off their starter pack. Use code UUP for 15% off your first purchase at lumideodorant.com. That's code UUP at L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. You guys know I'm a huge fan of Skims, and with warmer weather coming up, I recently tried out one of their t-shirts. Skims makes the best basics and foundations, so it's no surprise that it's the best-fitting tee I've ever worn. Finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge, whether it's the fit or the quality, but with Skims, they make the most flattering shirts for everyone. Honestly, I love pretty much everything Skims makes, but I really love their t-shirts. They're like form-fitting, and they make my body just look that much smoother. I have the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt in Onyx. It has amazing versatility. It is literally a must-have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy, they're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down and you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble and it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt, it's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems and it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and everybody. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop Shop at skims.com, now available in sizes extra, extra small to 4X. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know I sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows. All right, so our, our topic today is um, is about when you should add people on social media mm. when you're, you're dating them. Um, so it's fuel, it's kind of like fueled by this question that we got. I'll read the question. Um, hey guys, big fan of the podcast. My roommate and I love to listen to it together. My question is, I have been hooking up with a guy I met at a bar for a little over a month. He's a little older than me, um, as he's 25 and I'm 20. So the, the dynamic is kind of weird. Like we literally just took up and kind of avoid talking. I added him on Snapchat a few weeks ago and he never the accepted. Modern love affair. <laughs> I had him on Snapchat. He never accepted. I thought it was strange and figured he just didn't use it. But when I was... But when I was over there, I saw him get notifications from Snap. Now I feel so awkward about it. Like, I don't want to bring it up, but it's just weird. What does this mean? Like, is is he just solely interested in hooking up and doesn't want to be on the social media level? I'm confused because yes. he keeps asking it to hang out every week. So I don't I don't know why he wouldn't just add me back. Thanks for your help. Would you be weirded out by this? By a guy not... Accepting you on Snap? If he's like at, he's like actively using it, yeah. I would assume he just wants to hook up. Another thought I had when reading this was that this guy might have a girlfriend. Interesting, yeah. Um, yeah, that might be the case. Yeah. I, I know is um, we have to start... This email, I re, you know, I read it too and I had like that first thought mm -hmm. of like, we have to start including social media connections on the list of things uh, that make us closer with someone. Like, we, we want to believe that these are nothing things, but they're things. Like it, Well, yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. I think that that's why I think that you shouldn't rush to it. Yes, exactly. Right. I, but I think the, the first notion is to go, 
it's stupid, whatever. It's just Snapchat. It's just this. It's just mm-hmm. Facebook. It's just Instagram. Right. It's not just anything. It's a real thing that we're dealing with in our everyday. If you look at something every day, it's a big part of your life. Yeah, I think if you have like, if, if you're dating someone and they don't like any of your Instagram pictures, that yeah. sounds really stupid, but it's like not. The fir- it, it, It's very not. <laughs> right. it, and the first instinct is to minimize because mm-hmm. it's vulnerable to maximize. Right. When you minimize it, you go, well, that's not important to me. Look at me. I'm, I'm cool and I'm above it. But most of us aren't above it. So this girl who's 20 dating the 25-year-old, she's right to be noticing. Right. Like the, her first instinct was to email us, which is thank you, UUP at Betches.com. <laughs> um, but she might not bring this up to the brunch table because... It sounds... When it you say it out loud, it stupid. sounds a little stupid, but yeah. it's not. It's absolutely right. not. So like, like when we talk about like, oh, he met my parents or she met my parents, we're like, oh, that's a big deal. But when we were like, oh, yeah, we just became... We just started following each other on Instagram. We're like, so? But that's more of a big deal. Than when we, like when I heard that this guy wasn't accepting her on Snap, yes, he, yet he used a Snap. What guys, when I do that, specifically me, okay. and I'm a lot like most of the guys, I'm Joe Average. Right. That's me taking my arm and stiff arming her. That's making sure we're not as close as she, because th- that, that's- You're letting her know subtly that, that you're I'm, not looking for anything. I don't want to be close to close. you. Because right. the closer we get on social media, the closer that we get. And the reason that, you know, when you say, oh, this isn't a big deal, then you're not letting the reality be the reality. Right. And the reality is that anytime you connect with someone on Snap, Instagram, Facebook, those are, I think it those goes... Those are ways of reminding, of like making sure you're somewhat peripherally, at least in that person's life. Totally. And tying yourself to that person right. more. And seeing when they don't like your shit and when they mm-hmm. do like your shit. And like... You know, I, I put it on the list like uh, exchange numbers, follow on Instagram, Facebook friends that meet parents. Okay. Yeah. I think Facebook friends is like a big one. Facebook friends is a big one. Yeah. When my boyfriend friended me, I knew we were like, we were going somewhere. Really? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that's the I thing. Mean, no I say like, really because, I, but it's true. Well, it's You're like, right. It's like people don't really Facebook friend each other. Like any, like now the Instagram is the new like casual Facebook friend request. Like I feel like back yeah. in the, when Facebook was more popular, it was like everyone yeah. was friending everyone. Yeah. And now it's kind of like, I almost forget that Facebook exists, but it's weird to like be dating someone seriously and not be their Facebook friend. If I was to level it, if I was to say, okay, I met a girl on an app, right. okay, we go on a first date, mm-hmm. my, the levels of my connections, it would start at, we'd exchange numbers, right, and then it might move to Snapchat because phone number can help you search for that, for right. that. Um, and then it would go to Instagram because that follow would be like an admission of liking them, and then it would go to Twitter. Okay. <laughs> I'm not on Twitter personally. I, I'm yeah. a big Twitter guy. I love a Twitter. I'll be I'll be searching for you on Twitter. So you Twitter. can judge their tweets? Yeah, I want to know okay. what the fuck you're talking about. You know, okay. I want to know what you're live tweeting to 10 people. Right. So, <laughs> so uh, I would go to Twitter and then Facebook would be like six months later. Right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Facebook is like only when it's like weird to not be to be like so deep that you're not Facebook friends. Yeah, and, and I think hearing us talk about it, if you're out there right now being like, when does these things happen? Just know that that's the, basically the progression. Right. Like I think, I, right. I think you add someone on Facebook when it's like, okay, it's weird that we're not Facebook friends at this yeah, point. Yeah, it, it has to get weird first. Right. It, it, like I, I'm thinking of people in my life and I'm like, yeah, there's people that have made that jump and others that haven't. Right. You know? Once like, they're your friend. It's weird because you think, I mean, like 
Facebook you think of as like a less important social media thing, but it's really like it's the only one where you, it has to be kind of mutual too. I saw someone tweet this, and I, I want to. I wish I could give him credit, but it was like that's the one we do the least, but check first. Yeah. You know, like that's that's your Google for people. Right. It is because it gives you like a whole rundown of everything. Mutual going friends, on. Right. how much they let out there. Their past. Their past. What their what you know what GoFundMe they thought was a good idea. If they're if they're a total fucking freak. Yeah. I mean, there's Facebook profiles that I've ran away from. Yeah. Some of them are like you can especially pro- sometimes someone's choice of profile picture because that's the biggest profile picture sure. of all the. That's the top. Things. It's the one that's like physically will come up the largest. Yeah. Um. And sometimes I'm just like I can't believe I'm judging you because you chose that as your really as your main picture. See, I'm more judgy of like, what are the things they're putting out to family and friends? Okay. Is there 700 causes? Yeah, that's a lot. That mm-hmm. I now have to be a part of if we Are they commenting date. on every single Are they well, commenting? I mean, you're a comedian. So are they raging about yeah. something? Right. I don't want to be with a rage, a yeah, Facebook rage. Yeah, rage statuser? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to be with a Facebook rage. You bet, can bet that'll turn into a rage text and yeah. it'll be directed <laughs> right at you. Right at you. You'll get in the, yeah. you'll get in the caught in the crossfire. But I, I do, um, so, I mean, all these things we talk about a lot, like what is your face to the mm-hmm. world? That's your social media face. Right. I also feel like sometimes guys will add, will add me on social media, like when I was single, like um, too soon. Oh, yeah. And it's like, I don't, because then you can't really not follow them back. And if you don't follow them back, it's like a, it's kind well, of a, a message. But it's like, I don't really want, I don't know, I don't really know where this is going. I don't really want to commit to like having to like see all your shit. I prefer mm. to like keep you in like our, so I don't need to know what you're doing when I'm not seeing you. Well, yet. this is, this brings up another topic. Timing matters. Mm-hmm. Guys will follow you on Instagram to see what the fuck is up. Right. We'll I mean, follow guy, before we'll go on a date. I know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, uh, I mean, it's fine. I don't mind so much people following me, sure. but I don't, I feel like it's kind of rude to not follow back. And I would prefer to know less until like, I'm like really seeing the person. Well, yeah. Cause I don't guys want to know more. We want to know if the pictures on the You want to know about the pictures, right. We're like more are, and more about like the emotional masturbation of this, which sure. I'm bringing back again, um, where it's like, oh, like this is what he's doing. Oh, and he like, we didn't hang out on Saturday. I guess like that's where he was on Saturday. And like, <laughs> it's just so um, funny because like, like, it looks like his parents have a house in, uh, you know, in uh, the Hamptons. Like yeah. that'll be nice for us once <laughs> we're, you know what I mean? You start like inve- envisioning all this shit that like, um, that you don't need to know yet. It's funny that that like back to masturbation again. <laughs> it's funny that you're you're painting that picture, and guys are purely following just to beat off. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm just, saying we're, we're masturbating too emotionally, yeah. where we're like oh, you're picturing, you're seeing his his past pictures and thinking about what it like what it will show of like your future picture pictures as a couple. It's so funny how different that is because yeah. I I just know that if I'm following a chick on Instagram, I'm there to see the down and dirty. I want to see what. You looked like on the beach, right? And then I'm I'm just sitting there watching. So that's the, like there's the too early follow guy, and then there's the too late follow guy. The um, too early follow yeah. guy is there because he doesn't really want to commit to you. He just wants to keep looking it's at a you. Physical thing. It's a right? physical thing. Yeah. Too late guy is because he doesn't want to get too attached to you emotionally. So he's trying to hold off that and let you know with this unfollow thing that they that you have small print in the contract of your relationship right and that's kind of what this guy's doing this, you know back to the email where he's yeah. like and it sounds like he, they just took up and he doesn't really he's yeah. not like he's showing in any other way that well, he's looking for something here's the more. other thing about uh, connecting on snap or instagram now with the stories feature 
you, that's a way to get caught. Yeah. So I, you know, there's no anonymity. So when you start following on Snap and Instagram, what you play, whether you do this, you whether you're outwardly doing this math or not, you are doing the math of do I want this person seeing when I post a story and knowing where I am at every five minutes. Right. You have to think about what it means for you in addition to what you get to see. Totally. And we keep, these things keep changing as technology keeps pushing where, you know, how quickly someone can see where right. you are, the more you change how you allow people in your life. So when I post an Instagram story or Snap story, mm-hmm. I'm always thinking of like four people. Right. Like I'm thinking of the four people that I don't want to know. Will these people get mad? Am I going to get shit for, for, for posting right, yeah. th- at this spot or this type of post? Mm-hmm. Last night I posted a selfie. Okay? okay. I posted a selfie and I looked at it and I'm thinking and I was like, ah, this is going to get me one shit from my friends. Two, there's maybe certain lady people that'll be like, what are you doing? Right. <laughs> You're embarrassing them. <laughs> You're third embarrassing. Party. Yeah. Third party. This seems like, and I had one. And so then I woke up in the morning. I had one girl message me thirst trap <laughs> and I deleted it. Cause I was like, Oh, there's someone out there that will look at that and go, what are you trying? What are you yeah. going for here? And, yeah. and I think we have to, that, the, we have to admit to the math we're all doing so that when we see these weird things from other people, we know we're not crazy for thinking of. So just like where she sees he doesn't allow her on Snap, that's because he doesn't want you looking at where he is. Right. He doesn't want you going, well, why didn't we get together last night? You said you were busy, and then, but it shows that you were drinking with your friends. Yeah, I want to drink with them. I don't want right. to have to answer that question. And I, I mean, I actually think about it. He's doing you a favor. If he's not the trying to like favor. date you, which it doesn't seem like he does because you literally say that you, don't, you hook up and you don't even talk, um, he's doing you a favor because he's not letting you get into that like emotionally masturbatory world. Totally. Um, and now you don't have like, you don't have to be analyzing all of his movements cause you don't fucking know them. Well, we always talk about like the guy who's like being the good guy, but not being the good guy. Right. But I this think guy that, is like being, I think this guy is being the good guy by not being the good guy. Well, this is, but I agree with this, but a mm-hmm. lot of times I've been this guy where I'm like not following you, right. not going that next step that is not really spoken, but spoken. Mm-hmm. This is an unspoken next step that he's not allowing to happen. Right. So what girls need to do or people need to do in general is be aware of those fucking walls people are putting up and, right. and respecting those walls. Well, that's what I'm saying. This guy is doing a good job of being enough of a dick that this girl should get the hint. Yeah. Um, the, the opposite move, which would be like accepting the Snapchat request, following her on Instagram. Sure. Um, talking a lot during their hookups or like saying sweet shit during their hookups. That yeah. gives you the wrong idea. Everything in this email tells me that this is like the nice guy dick who's like, I'm not going to give any signs that I'm looking for anything more than I'm, than I'm getting. Yeah. And for me, this reads very clearly. Yeah. This isn't any but sort of mixed this, message. This girl thing. not being like, this girl has no, she's, she's on the line right now. Right. Of, of choosing not to get it. A lot okay. of people yeah. make the choice yeah. to not... Well, that's why she's writing in. Yeah, she yeah, yeah. Get <laughs> it. I'm saying I'm happy she wrote in. I'm yeah. saying I've been in situations where I put up these walls and then you... Like, I I put up read receipts or read receipts, mm-hmm. however you fucking say it because people yell at you for saying it wrong. I had read receipts up for a long time mm-hmm. and that was my way of saying, saw it. Chose not to answer. Chose not to right. answer. And what people would do in these fucking autistic people <laughs> who would write you I saw that you saw it and it's like I know that's I, why I that's have why it I have that's it. why it's there and I would yeah. end up having to play into their bullshit 
more often than not. That's why I took away the red receipts. Right. Because I was like, oh, I keep having to answer these people who are calling me out when it's like, yeah, that's why I, I why, had You it. put them on so that you would, so that people would know. No, that, yeah, I saw it. Goodbye. Right. I have to say my, so my boyfriend has read receipts. Okay. And when I first started. You say read receipts. I say read receipts. So do I. Is it, I don't, I mean, it's the same Someone fucking word. Someone was like, it's red. And I was like. What Whatever. does it matter? Whatever. Do you not get what the fuck I'm talking about? <laughs> you understand so It's it. like when I misspell a word, yeah. so you have to correct me. Did you not get it? Did you think it was Spanish? Exactly. Um, <laughs> I'm so all he, pumped up now. He had, he had read receipts. That hickey dick I, is pumped up. I didn't really up. notice, I guess, until like our, after our first date mm-hmm. or whatever. And then I'm like, is this guy like a freak? Like, this is weird. Like, yeah. Like, um, I, was, I, was, I think I asked a friend, I'm like, is it like a red flag that a guy has like... It has read receipts. It's yeah. so weird. Um, but, the, and I, I was kind of like, it doesn't even, doesn't even a friend who's going to tell him that he has this on. Like if I had this on, I would like freak out. That's so funny. Um, that happens when you have them on. People wonder right, if you know if you have it on. Yeah. Everyone knows. But then I realized like, I even was, my dad asked me once, he was like, do you know those are on? It's right? weird. Yeah. Your dad knows it's weird. Yeah. It's a weird social thing to do. Um, but then eventually I was like, oh my, I kind of love it. Like I didn't sure. say, I didn't say it to him, anything to him about his like greeter seats, I think for like four months mm-hmm. um, because I grew to really like it. I was, a, I was afraid he didn't know and I was going to tell him and he would take it off. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> I loved it's, it. It's a level of dating, honesty. Yeah, we don't. For, for dating, it was great. Sure. I was like, anytime I, I say something, like I, I don't have to wonder if he like read it and just isn't answering. Like now I know when he read it and yeah. like if it just says delivered, I'm just assuming that he just hasn't read then he hasn't read it's like relieved my anxiety how, how many things has he not read that you've been like oh good he didn't read it yet he didn't read it yet because it's funny that you were oh, like, like in the beginning like a ton I was yeah. like okay he hasn't answered me for like an hour and a half like and it was the he, answer you, it, right and, it then, I, yeah, and then I would see it it says like it just says delivered it doesn't say sure read so I'm like okay he's probably taking a nap or something whatever yeah. um and I mean, now i don't care but like in the beginning i think it like was a major anxiety reliever for sure. me and i thought he didn't even know um now obviously <laughs> obviously it was on purpose but yeah. um it's interesting yeah. because you see it's 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 one of those things that calms you but like they're seeing it on the same schedule anyways no matter who it is you know so, right like hey, it's all, like all in my it's all in my head yeah, yeah, yeah. anyone's head it's you know we all look at those things and we go okay good they didn't see it yet. They haven't gotten to right. it. I didn't make a fool of myself yet. Yeah. I you don't know? have to like anxiously like be freaking out. This person <laughs> hasn't answered me yet. If you're like me and shudder at the thought of low rise jeans and pluck thin eyebrows making a comeback, you're a millennial. And if you're a millennial, it's time to add Clarins multi-active cream to your daily routine. I have to tell you, I'm a huge Clarins fan. I've been using them for years. I love, love, love them. They are such high quality. They're like a legacy brand. My skin always looks better whenever I'm using Clarins products. And it's no different with the Clarins multi-active cream. You've been adulting for a while, so the daily stress of just trying to keep your life together can cause stress aging. Yes, that's a thing. The good news, Europe's number one skincare line has a solution you can trust. Rooted in nature and innovated with science, Clarins has a long legacy of creating industry-first, plant-forward products. Using a skin charger complex made of 2% niacinamide and C. holly bio-extract, Clarins Multi-Active Cream has been clinically proven to target the first visible signs of aging by smoothing lines and wrinkles, refining pores, evening tone and texture, and strengthening the skin's moisture barrier. While Multi-Active Cream can't bring back the golden age of boy bands, it can de-stress your skin. Go to Clarins.com slash UUP and get Multi-Active Day and Night Cream for 10% off, a free welcome gift, plus free shipping on your first order. That's C-L-A-R-I-N-S dot com slash UUP. UUP with promo code UUP, Clarence.com slash UUP with promo code UUP. 
Summer is just around the corner, so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince. Now I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I'm wearing a Quince sweater literally right now. They make the best cashmere sweaters and they're so well-priced. It's like, honestly, my dream store. I also have an amazing down comforter from them. They cut out the middleman and they really just give you these really, really high quality items that last a long time and that they're at an amazing price point. Quince has amazing items like premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash UUP for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash UUP to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash UUP. Let's do another email. Let's do it. Um, hey guys. If you want to send something in, we have, how many emails are we getting? A lot? We're getting like hundreds of emails. It's great. And yeah. if you have something good, send it in. UUP at Petras.com. UUP at Petras.com. Hey guys, so I'm writing to see if anyone else has experienced this. And if so, how commonly does this occur? Uh, yes, sometimes guys will masturbate too much <laughs> and chafe their penis. Oh, that that letter was from Jared. Oh, we're going to gonna read a, <laughs> a listener one now. I went on a date uh, from an online dating app about a week and a half ago. He was nice, but I knew it wasn't something I would continue to pursue. He paid for the meal. I said thank you, and we went on our way. He texted me the next day a few times, and I tried to be short but polite. He asked if I was busy this past weekend, and I told him that I honestly had just started dating again, and after a long hiatus, might need more time before I'm ready to date again. You done, ba- you, <laughs> you done, buddy. <laughs> it's over. Uh, he told the, me that he got that vibe, that I wasn't into it, but thought he should give it a shot and wondered if I would be honest and appreciated it. We exchanged a few more texts, and he said, good luck, and that was that. Uh, well, this week, a week after the date, I get a Venmo request <laughs> from the guy asking for $15 with a cheeseburger emoji insinuating that he would like his money back from our first date. I was com- 15 bucks. What kind, where did he take yeah, you? Fucking know. Arby's? That's uh, the most embarrassing part of the yeah, whole yeah, thing. If it was like $200, I'd be like, all right. Yeah. Fun, yeah. 15. <laughs> I was completely shocked, and all my friends think it's nuts. Is this something guys do often? It's never happened to me, our friend, but just curious. Let me know what you guys think. What do you think? I've actually heard of another experience. I think in a friend of a friend, someone told me that the guy Venmoed her for the for the date because he was like angry that she yeah. wasn't interested. I think it's a real low move. Sure. Um, but I think it's funny. It's also just like a funny as Venmo is like a... Like you found them on Venmo and you like, if you need the money that bad, like if someone, if I went on a date with someone and then they Venmoed me for it, I would pay them just because it would be like, it would be like so sad for them that I wouldn't even go through the trouble of like disputing it. Yeah. It's, uh, (laughs) I would just send the money. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let me tell this girl, this happens. Uh, you've heard of it too. I've heard of this too. Do you know Uh, any guys who've done it? I don't know any guys who have done it. Um, I, I don't. I don't. I, I'd like to think I wouldn't be friends with someone who would do this, right? Because this person's an egomaniac. Uh, that's really what it is. I feel like it's an insecurity thing. It's like yeah. the need for like fairness sure. or something. Yeah. It's, it's their ego that just got fucking punched in the dick, and they feel they need uh, retribution. 
and they're they need to be made whole because they were not fucked. This happens, and this is the worst type of human being. Like right. this is someone you're lucky, first of all, to not be with this guy, uh, because this is someone who connects uh, dates to points. Right. You know, so like I go on date, I get paid this many points towards dinner it gets me this many points i can re- now redeem those redeem points those for points. sexual favors exactly right, this yeah. guy is a transactional loser right so i i so she's lucky i i, I just said you have to this is i think a great example for how big of an ego guys have like i because i know the what you do is if you go on a date with someone like he goes oh I've, i'm I, I pretty much felt that you didn't like me either is what he said right and then right. and then he um <laughs> he writes and then he he's cool with it but he's like oh i pretty much know you didn't like me either at that point just why the fuck are you still texting her it's because he still needs to get his transaction paid up right and right? in that case it's either like the explanation or the um or the money with the money thing is so, like that he doesn't just, want the explanation he, he said he kind of asked her like for no, like somewhat of an explanation he, he wrote that he wanted the exchange a few more texts said good luck and that was that so he just wants to be paid up. He's full of cum. He didn't get to cum, so he wants his money back <laughs> that he feels his cum right. is worth. And it's ridiculous. It's, it's, so anyone out there who has this happen, pay and get away from him. Yeah. You know, just give the money. And also, if you're out there and you're a guy and you're putting, you know, dollar amounts on dates, don't go on dates. You yeah. should be picking up girls at bars and you should be going for cheaper hookups because you're not valuing. Right. You're not, it's not an investment. You're not getting like your money back. This isn't, you're looking for a rate of return. <laughs> yeah. you, you know, this is, that's crazy. And, and it's just like, uh, it, it's, uh, it, it's funny. I saw a girl like look at herself in the mirror, like a friend of mine. She looked at herself in the mirror and then she goes, look how crazy I look. Like she, okay. like, she's like, oh, I look so crazy. I was like, you don't look crazy. And she's like, I got, you know, this hair and this, that. And then she goes over a, a, a litany of things. Okay. No guy has ever looked at themselves in the mirror and not said, I look great. Really? <laughs> yes. Guys look That's in the so mirror weird. and we don't go, oh, I look like a crazy person today and then go out the house. We think that all constantly. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. I see this from women all the time where like they look in the mirror and they go, oh, what a, what a wild, crazy witch I look like. And then they just go out. They, they don't even <laughs> fix themselves. They're just announcing that they look crazy. Right. And it's like a guy looks at himself and goes, I got to fix my hair a little bit. I'm good. Good to go. Okay. So Mom how does, said that, I'm how does that relate to this scenario? That's an ego thing. Okay. I'm saying oh, that, like, just, this okay. is how... He's but, never thinking like I look crazy for Venmoing this person. No. He's saying... He's trying to get back to even. Right. He's saying... And so this, the, the story is related because I'm trying to let the female mm-hmm. listeners know, and I'm not above this, that we are wild egomaniacs. Have you ever uh, have you ever regretted spending a certain amount of money on a date? Of course. But that was my fault. Right. That wasn't her. You're not trying to like even it out. She after. didn't come and look at the menu and order the fucking most expensive thing. I brought her to a restaurant and then um, that was maybe too much than I want, didn't want to spend. And I should go back on dates and do it differently the next time. Right. But I'm not sitting there like pouting naked in the shower, you know, being like, why didn't I get my dick sucked? You know, like that. I think that's what this guy is doing is saying, you know, he might have told friends. He might have told other people like, you know, there's an ego blow. I mean, yeah, that's just not the way to approach approach dates. I mean, for either person, like for guys, like um, in terms of like what they're getting, like hooking up wise and for girls, like 
I think, you know, there's a sense of like, there's also a sense of like sex of like something lost, something gained, like you're giving something up. You're not, it's like you had a, you either had a connection or you didn't. Yeah. And like, but this is also why guys are so difficult to dump. Which, which is why. <laughs> like, have you ever dumped a guy and then he keeps coming back? He just doesn't get it. I don't know if I've ever done it. Maybe if I didn't done it in a subtle way. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. Guys don't take the subtlety, subtlety right. of yeah, a dump. It needs to be. Just in the same way that last girl didn't take the subtlety of like, of like, and she wrote in, like, I'm not hammering her. I'm just saying mm-hmm. the subtlety of the guy being like, I'm not connecting with you on Snapchat. Right. I'm just fucking. I'm just here for, for right. Girl, guys don't get the subtlety of let's just be friends. Right. You They're, have to just be like, I'm not interested at all. You have to literally, to dump a guy, you have to take a knife, stick it right through their heart, and push it all the way through. Which is tough because girls are also taught to be like pretty polite. They don't want to be mean. They don't right. want to be a bitch. They don't want to be crazy. But you got to start being a bitch, especially when you want to dump guys. Because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I, I've seen emails that we've gotten where it's like, well, he keeps text me back because we the thing is we've been guys have been given this ability to but i'm funny i might not be good looking but i'm funny right so or but i have a great job so we've throughout history we've been given this like free pass to have everything not be about our looks okay so even if a guy's a dumpy dude yeah i'm still great i have other things going on for me because i'm a guy Who's funny. Right. Plus there's all those movies and things about the guy just like wearing the girl down, chasing her enough. That totally. He's just like he gets her in the end. So you see a lot of these girls get in situations where the guy, they'll say, hey, I'm not looking to date right now. Like she wrote, I'm just, I just like, got out of a thing. I just right, got out of a yeah. thing. She should have written, hey, I had a great time, but we're not the match. Goodbye. Right. And, and no, you know, and that's not being mean. You're being nice by being the dick. It's it's the reverse of it. Like right. when we all talk about the guys being exactly like being nice, but but not be yeah. Right, but they should right honesty. Honesty. I, I but I think a lot think of women do this thing where they're like, well, you know, we and then they keep texting. You got to. Well, guys do that too. That's what I'm saying. I think it's like a you got to dump. Both people need to be. I think it, straightforward, more straightforward, more straightforward. But a lot of times, guys, and I'm I'm saying this about like we'll keep coming back because oh she wasn't into it that week. Right. But next week, you know, and and we become very creepy in our attempts to keep coming back. It's the same thing with like, you know, uh, guys will message girls over Facebook that they saw on dating apps. Right. That's creepy. That happens all the time. Yeah. I've seen that. Because girls, when they swipe right and don't get a match, they think the guys already said no. Right. And guys are like, oh, she just didn't see me. Hasn't gotten to me yet. Right. So that's the difference. That's the ego right there. Yeah. So a lot of guys are messaging girls over Facebook and Instagram being like, hey, saw you a couple weeks ago. I'm sure you haven't seen me yet. Right. Or otherwise we, we would have been. Oh, we'd already be married. Yeah. We'd already fucked already. Exactly. That's another email. Um, Dear Jared and Jordana, been loving the podcast. Thank you for your insights. Hopefully you guys can shed some light on something for me. Okay, the context. I'm an incredibly sexual person. It's an important part of my life and something I prioritize in relationships and on my own. I've been enjoying the single life in New York City for a while now. I don't date too often, but when I do, it's based on strong physical connection and chemistry. If we have a good time, you can bet the night will end with some great sex. I'm not, looking, likes. <laughs> I'm not looking for anything in particular. I'm open to a romantic relationship, a casual relationship, or even just a fun night. Depends on the guy and the connection. 
But my question to you guys is, knowing that a double standard does exist, even though I wish it didn't, um, am I doing myself a disservice by having sex on the first date, even if it's something I want as much or more than the guy? How big is the chance that a potential boyfriend will be writing me off early as not girlfriend material because of my high libido? Uh, how much do you guys really judge girls off of that? Would love your thoughts. Is this a fear of yours as well? Have you ever I had think this that's fear? A, I think that's a fear of every girl. So I think that's a very legitimate fear of like, um, am I having sex too soon? Should I make it harder? Should I? Sure. I, well, I think, and I think there is an accuracy to that. I think a lot of guys admitted or not admitted will have some preconceived judgment of you if you have sex with them too soon or might just like not be as interested as they might um, if you waited. I don't think that's like a totally out of left field here, here's where I disagree, mm-hmm. okay? Because I do, I understand that narrative. Right. The narrative is if you hold out, um, if you hold, if you have sex right away, the guy will say, "Well, she's an easy get. I don't want to be with an easy girl." That's the narrative. Right. Um, and here's where I disagree. And I wrote this down. Okay. Okay. Because I want to get it right. Because I've had this theory for a long time. Okay. I think that. I don't think a guy writes you off because of the sex. The sex gives him a chance to think clearly about whether or not he wants to get to know you. Right. So when the sex gets done earlier, you just find out that he doesn't like you earlier. So it's it's, it's harder to say to yourself, oh, he just doesn't like me personally. Right. Well, he also doesn't know you as well if you've had if you've had have sex with him very soon. But I'm saying like so that, having having delayed intercourse, I think, allows makes the man more likely to get to know you. And on a but you're more dealing with level. a fake guy is in, in most of those. So I wrote. So there's plenty of women out there holding out for who they think they're talking to as a good guy. But that's just the guy who wants to have sex with them. Then that guy gets the sex and he's like, OK, who is this now? And now this girl is just getting that answer faster. So okay. so my point to that is to say. Like, if I had sex with a girl on the first night, I would go, okay, now let's see what this chick's all about. And, and then I would be like, oh, your Most name is what? Most of the time, you're not that into it. But I'm saying it, there's a different type of guy that's meeting you before he had sex than the one that's meeting you after sex. Right. I understand that. So the, the point I'm saying, it's easy for you to say, well, if I had just hold, held out, he would have gotten to know the real me. But you wouldn't have gotten to know the real him. Right. So I'm saying a lot, this girl, I think, is giving herself the... I, I, I'm not trying to like defend the act of having sex on the first day because like I'm like oh, yeah so me and my boys can get fucked right. early. I'm just saying <laughs> when I have sex with someone, there is a recalibration of how I'm acting with them. Do I want to keep going out with them? Do I want to spend time that is non-sexual with them? Do I want to spend time that's just sexual with them? Right. So I, I think with this girl, like. I, I just don't think there's as many guys in this day and age that are walking around going, well, she's been with, w- fucked me right away, so I don't know. She's probably been with the whole village. I don't right. think that's like the first instinct. The first instinct is, oh, do I really want to now spend free time with this girl now right. that I've had sex? For, I see I see what you're saying in that in that like sense of it. I think, on the other hand, if you're thinking about like the girl, right? I think yeah. that women naturally become a little bit more attached and almost like in the opposite way, like whereas men can think clearly um, after they've had sex with someone, mm. women can think clearly m- much better before they've had sex with to- someone. Totally. I, that, this, is right. the, this is the main issue. Right. That's the main. Guys want to have sex, then get to know you. Girls want to get, get to know, know you, then, then have, have sex. sex. Right. And, beca- and then when they once they do have sex with you, they're 
more more attached more like into being closer to you after that so it's more of a matter of protecting yourself i think because but if if that tends to be the way that you look at sex for this girl maybe she's not like that maybe she doesn't get attached from sex so like um i agree with right so coming from from her sense it's like if i'm if i know i'm the kind of girl that once i sleep with someone i automatically like them more there's something about them just like it's just like a chemical thing which it's a proven chemical thing Mm -hmm. um i might delay that um, because I don't want to have a skewed view of what's going on here. I'd rather I'd rather have like a better mental picture of like how well we're connecting before I let myself go there. Your message, that message is very important. I think that idea of being, okay, what do I like? What am I in this for? Does right. sex, how does sex affect me personally? This girl's wondering about the world around her. We can't tell her what every guy is going to think of her if she has sex right away. Does she like sex enough? Where and can she rationalize her own sexual actions? Right. To then go and act in to a normal way. Two. Can you? Yeah. Se- if you can't separate the two, that's not. You're not a better or worse person. You're just. That's just your makeup. Right. So I, I think like so many times we take sex and we put it on the other side. And it's like, why don't right, you do What does thi- this person think of this? What will yeah. this person think of me doing this? Right. Why don't you do, what do you feel from you doing this? You know, reverse the whole look. At right. It. If having sex doesn't make you feel like vulnerable towards the other person, if it doesn't heighten the, the rejection <laughs> that you might get after you have sex with that person, then sure, like have sex with, I, again, like, yeah, I don't think it's going to make the guy necessarily like you less, but I think that um, it's more about like you becoming unnecessarily potentially more attached to that person when which isn't real either you, you like he's who, not that's not real the real that's not the real way you feel about him either that's totally. your body telling you like mate and like he's going to take care of your kids which is fine and that's you separating it and it's it's one of those things it's like we all want to like figure out this like math equation to make a very non-math thing work and right. it's like i can just tell her this that you're not, I've never like, you know what makes me unattractive? I've never slept with a girl on a one night stand and been like, well, fuck this bitch. This slut's <laughs> uh, getting around the factory. Like I've right. never thought that. What I have been unattractive to is hooking up with a girl and then her going, guess you'll never be back here again. Right. Like it's she's like a, some ghost. Some like depressing. Yeah. Like, like, right. like victim, I want, it's like a very victim-y mentality. Y- totally. Right, so yeah. it's like owning it and owning your own sexuality. This girl, if you and I, because I live in New York, and if you wanted to have sex in the first time, like I'm around, uh, <laughs> FYI, at Jared Freed on Instagram. So, I, <laughs> no, but I, I, I kid, uh, but sort of, I, I sort of. Um, but I'm saying, if if you and I were to have a one night stand, and I, I, and then I was like, wow, uh, and then we started texting afterwards, and you were totally like, yeah, that's kind of, you know, I had a great time, and maybe let's see for the future. That's a better, that's right. more attractive to me than you saying hiding from the person you are as a sexual person and not right. going down that road. I think you can do whatever you want as long as your expectations are managed accordingly. Totally. So it's all about like not expect, not like, you know what I mean? There's a certain amount that you can expect from someone after the, the, a certain level of intimacy. And if you're like not, if you're having sex with someone before you get to that level of intimacy, it's it might go somewhere, but you shouldn't necessarily, if it does, that's great, but I wouldn't expect that that's like necessarily going to happen. Yeah. And I think a lot of guys want girls that don't use sex as a contract. And right. I, I think that's like a very attractive thing to a guy where like if, if, the more you can not use the sex as a reason for why they have to stay like it's your fucking kid. Right. 
you know, the, that really like pushes a guy away because we're like, oh, well, now I'm in debt as far as, you know, it's that transactional thing. Right. Well, I mean, I guess what I'm saying, I think men can think of it as like it being a contract and really it's women just protecting themselves. And like sometimes it comes off as a contract, but other times it's like, it's not like, oh, like if you put in this amount of time, I'm going to sleep with you. It's more like, I like want to make sure that we have like a real like respectful connection before I go there because I know I'm going to feel like much more. I will say, but I'll say this to this girl on the other end of it. And Mm -hmm. I think this is worse. And I've been this guy um, going on first date, second date, third date, blow job, (laughs) fourth date, sex does make you feel like, and I've been this guy. Now I'm in for a month. And now I'm like, with this person because of the nature of how the sex progressed. And now I have to stay here. You know, now I'm on a a 10 day contract. I can't get out of. Okay. You know, so I, I do think that in whether that's right or wrong, but this is the no judgment zone. We do this podcast for a reason. I'm here. I might sound well, like you're a assuming dick. if you're doing the three or four date thing, you're like having before that sexual sure. level, you're having like conversations, you're going to dinner, sure. you're doing something. But like, I, I've gotten to that fourth date sex and then came and then been like, ah, fuck, <laughs> where am I? You know, I'm like you saying, can't leave now. Come is quite a drug. And right. and uh, and I've released and been like, oh no, I'm now on a f- ten date contract. You know, I got to four dates. Now I got to get to ten dates and then kind of act weird and then maybe she'll dump me and figure out something's weird. Right. I'm just saying the the, the other yeah. side of it isn't as good. You know, the 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 hold outside is just as bad as the first date side. Right. I mean, what's the, what's point. the sweet spot then? I guess the sweet spot is like. Um, Hopefully, I mean, like, is there no way to get to know a woman without having sex there, with her? There is. Like, I, I don't know. It's just there's no sweet spot. There, I, I that's just what think, I'm saying. Like, I like what's the solution here? It's like there's the there's the there's the woman who want, like don't really want to have sex with someone who's gonna like bounce right after, and there's the men who don't want to be held to like not having to do that because they're. Uh, my point is, there's no sweet spot. So the, 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 it's the point to tell this girl, like, hey, listen, if you fuck someone and he ran away. It wasn't because he thought you were a slut. It's because he just didn't want to get with you again. And that would have been right. the same thing if it was four months of dating. You just would have fi- you just found out earlier. And and that's to say it's, you know, sometimes you hit it off with someone. Right. And it's not, there is no kind well, I think also there's a, there is a sense of like, I'm, I'm, I'm making him get to know me a little more before his brain does that thing. Or like, I'm sure, you know, I, I if, yeah, I, I, or or if this guy is just looking for sex, and I'm not really just looking for sex, then I'm gonna weed that guy out. Yes. by not sleeping with you, him right away. You have so, to exhaust him. Oh, yeah. I mean, in, in <laughs> yeah. a sense, it's just like if there if the guy is only looking to have sex, and that's not something that a girl really wants. If she doesn't sleep with him for two or three dates, then like, and he's gone, then she one of avoided having sex with someone sure. that only wanted to have sex with her, and um, and two like. She's, I, she's like now we that guy like now she knows where that guy stands i agree with that i think the the other thing is a lot of girls if you're on that third date just know that if you don't like them that much don't go on that fucking third date. you can do it too yeah that's true you know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. 
I love Lee denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. Let's play some games. Let's play some games, yeah. So these games where you have great listener submitted uh, games. Yeah, keep sending them in. UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. Also, take a moment, rate, review, subscribe. Do, Do that it. right now. And email us at uop at Betches.com. That's UUP at Betches.com. So these are games sent by listeners, and they are um, the deal breakers, right? Red flag, Red deal, flag or deal breaker. The first one is from a listener named McKay. Um, he or she wears driving gloves. Right. So she was telling a story about her friend. She went, she lives in the city. Um, the guy rents a car. He wears driving gloves, like full gloves, not the ones with the, with the fingers cut off at the end. Um, and he won't drive without them. Her friend was completely turned off by it, but still went on, on the weekend with him. They both live in the city, so she won't see him driving often. So it isn't a deal breaker <laughs> to her, but uh, she thought it'd be good for the podcast. I really like that one. What do you think? Um, I think it's definitely a red flag. It's 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 weird. Is who it like is a germ she, thing? Who is this? The guy? What is this? Cruel intentions? Right? Is this Ryan Felipe? <laughs> like I don't know, James Bond. Like what does he even? I don't know. It's so it's, I don't even understand. Is it like he thinks it looks cool? It's not. A, well, it means he's rich. It does it. Driving gloves mean you're rich. I feel like I they mean, it means you're rich if your chauffeur's wearing them. It doesn't mean it's well, you're rich if, you, if you're wearing them. I, I, <laughs> like you, um, can't, you don't I wear, a, but you don't wear driving gloves with a Toyota Camry. I don't right? see you know. You wear it with like a hot rod. Like I guess yeah. I don't know. It, what is the point of a driving glove? I guess so you don't get calluses. I could have used a masturbating he, he glove. He doesn't even live in the. When he I was lives in, in the city. He rented a car. He's no, not, but this is how rich yeah, he is. He yeah. keeps a car in the city. He drives it out. It's like got to be like a little red convertible. This might actually be like a deal breaker just because it shows that he's like a little too high strung that he oh, like has to wear the, the gloves. Is this for a girl for you, by the way? Is a girl who's a girl wearing, wore yeah, driving? Yeah, she's wearing driving I'm fucking gloves. Danica Patrick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have a girl. Winnie wore, Cooper is that Winnie Cooper? What's that? Danica Patrick is that Winnie Cooper? No, that's she's a female race car driver. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's someone else. Uh, no, I I just think that. It, for a guy, I would assume that the guy's anal retentive. Right. That wouldn't really flow with me. I feel like he would have issues with like the disorganization of my apartment. Yeah. For a girl, I'm assuming she's a lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> You're, she's experimenting with yeah, you. This is uh, I. For me, it's a it's a it's a it's a red flag, not a deal breaker because because that means um, I'm set for life based off of my idea that she's a rich person 
I think and it's this, like I don't. This I think is what I again, have to deal with. I'll deal with. I it. have the feeling that it's like if you're rich, your chauffeur. Yeah. Where I was, I went in a black car once, and the guy was wearing drivers. Really? Was wearing gloves, and I thought he was going to kill me. But um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't think the person doing the driving, like as a woman, if, if it's like your own car. I, it's really weird. I, I would assume know. that every woman like that watches Lifetime doesn't want to date a guy with gloves. That yeah. Aren't for winter. It's creepy. I just I was watching the O.J. Simpson thing. And uh, that's definitely made me more anti-glove. Okay, do you want to read the... Uh, they, they bring their laundry to their mom's house to do for them every two weeks. What do you think? I feel like there are many guys that do that, to be honest. Yeah. Um, this is a male-female one, I feel like. Yeah, I think I'd be... Uh, I think there's a lot of guys that do that. I think it was weird. I don't know if it'd be a deal breaker, but I would think he's like kind of lazy or like... I wish that he either like paid to send it out or like did it himself. Yeah. I but feel like it, that's the lowest of the options. Actually, it's the lowest, I guess, is just not doing it. Yeah. that's. <laughs> um, it, would, it would be a red flag just because I would be like a little concerned with like how, how dependent he is on his parents. For me, it's a deal breaker. Why is uh, that? Because, I mean, I'm, I'm a mess. So I need some level of help in my that's everyday great. life. great. Her mom is going to do your laundry you, you, for well, you. That's the thing. How <laughs> much of a mess is this girl? Two messes make a bigger mess. Right. So, you, so you're looking for someone who's, who's got the driver driver gloves. Yeah. Someone's <laughs> got to take over for my mom. Okay. That I bring my laundry to. So, right. So you I need get, someone to organize your lunchbox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, need, right. need, Not someone just as helpless as you. Yeah. This is why the male-female thing. I think for a guy, this is a red flag or a deal breaker. And for a girl, this is like, oh, I could deal. Okay. Because girls, do, the one thing about having laundry in my house, I have a washer dryer in my oh, in your apartment. apartment? Yeah. That's great. Women love it. Yeah. I, I didn't know that That's this is awesome. such a big deal to women. It shows your nesting. Well, <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> yeah, I got my, my nest, but I, but I didn't realize how much women do the wash Yeah. in general. Everyone's very particular about how they, they do that too. I mean, I, do, I, I used to date this girl who would like every five minutes. That was like a new... A new wash was being you done. dinner by the dryer? By the dryer, yeah. on top of the dryer, candlelit. Yeah. I do like doing laundry, but... Um, Women love laundry. Yeah, it's weird. Um, okay, they uh, they don't have a cell phone. Deal breaker. <laughs> Game over. Son? Yeah, what do you think? It's, yeah, it's too... I mean, the only person who doesn't... My, my grandma even has a cell phone. She's I, makes like two calls. I know this person that has that like won't use the ATM... Like they have to go to like a bank. Why won't they use it? Because they this they don't is, know how. It's one of those things. Not having a cell phone is like one of those things where you like you you claim you don't know how to do things, so you just elevate yourself above society by right. not doing. Right, those them people at all. are annoying. It's like just learn how to do it. Yeah, they 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 claim it's them being. I'm not tech. I'm savvy. quirky. I'm quirky. I'm not tech yeah. savvy, but it's them. Being an elite. Now I have to deal with your shit. Yeah, now right, I'm yeah. your fucking assistant and you're checking Google Maps on my phone. Right. My mom is like that too. She's, she was in the city the other day. They, she's they like relish a, it. Right. Where she's like, how do I get... This is when I live in my own apartment. She's like, how do I get to your apartment? I'm like, it's a grid. <laughs> city, yeah. The city is a grid. She yeah. goes, but give me the direction. I'm like, no, you have a navigation sure. system. It's a grid. Like, figure it out. Count it's to on, 10. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's like absurd. Um, and yeah, those people, she also doesn't use an ATM machine. It's like, I, you're, she's a doctor, but she can't use an ATM machine. It's like very, it's an yeah, absurd the, thing. It's, a, it's, an, it's, a, it's, it's weird. And you see these certain people 
and they make you their assistant. Right. It's yeah. like, yeah, you're forced to then make, like, can you book the flights? Like, no, you no. can book the flights. Yeah, you like, can just get, get right app. on. Just get right on the computer. Yeah. You know exactly <laughs> what to do. <laughs> All right. This has been a great episode. Um, pleasure per usual. Yes. Please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Touch it. Touch it on iTunes because it shoots it up the charts and it helps us. And share it with your friends. We love it. Uh, we'll be back next episode. Bye. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back, bringing us another scandalous and sexy season. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. In season three, longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy odds and expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton now, only on Netflix. Betches.